Hi, and welcome to Proverb Parables. Today, the topic of our short story is tough love. Cuddles, kisses, and pink ponies is what makes love such a fun topic to talk about. Yet there is a very practical side to it as well, because it wasn't meant to be some pretty little souvenir tucked away in your dresser drawer. Any so-called love for another person won't do them much good if we don't have the backbone to give them the hard truth when needed. We would then have to question if what we had was real love to begin with. It's not just about having those warm fuzzies, although that's all well and good. It has to go deeper and be farther reaching than the confines of your own heart. What if a mother refused to give her sick child medicine just because he dislikes the taste? Or what if a guardian remained silent and unmoving while his son or daughter ran out into the middle of a dangerous road? Anyone in society would not hesitate to call such people negligent. There would be consequences for the lack of action. That's why we must have tough love. This is when you know you really care for someone. And haven't we seen this demonstrated most often through our fathers? You and I and anyone we are close with will sometime, someday, really need to hear something that isn't comfortable or convenient, but nevertheless, good. A lot like bitter medicine is for a sick child. Granted, the love that leads to action can be messy sometimes. Nevertheless, the time has come to be different. Far too many have a secret love, easy and risk-free. But what is better? Bold love, brave love, loud love that will step outside the shadows and take a risk. A love that will come forward and say it like it is. Are we there yet? Proverbs 27.5 says it this way, Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Once there was a man who had two daughters, two beautiful daughters close in age, that had a way of raising the blood pressure of every staff member at the mansion. They were the only children his wife had been able to bear him, and there wasn't a soul that didn't love these girls to death. But as was usually the case, they, innocently enough, kept everyone on their toes. The two sisters would confide in each other about anything and everything they didn't want the nosy maids to overhear. And to do so, they would sneak off to their own special hideaway. Directly off the reading room was a dusty closet with just enough room for the two of them to slip in and slide the door shut. Sometimes, they disappeared like this for hours, and no one knew where on earth they were. No one had to worry too much, though, because they always showed up about the time dinner was being served. One day, however, that didn't happen. On a pleasant afternoon, one of the man's daughters looked like something was eating her alive. She grabbed her sister's hand, and from the look in her eyes,
they both knew it was time to flee to the closet. They were in such a hurry to get in before anyone could spot them, that as one of the sisters was shutting the door to the closet, she unknowingly left it locked from the outside. Oh, I have such an awful thing to tell you, she began once they were inside. You know how father wants to have me married by my 18th birthday? Well, he and mother told me just last night whom I am to be with. Who is it? The other sister asked. When she heard the man's name, she almost fainted. He was the very same man she had been in love with for the past year. And her soon-to-be-married sister knew that too, of course. I'm so sorry, the first one wept. There's nothing I can do. Father said he is to be my husband, but I never wanted anything like this to come between us. I love you, sister, and I want you to find happiness as well. If only there was a way I could change father's mind. After shedding some tears over the fate that had overtaken them, one of the girls went to slide the door open again, but it refused to. Pretty soon, the two began to panic. It was dark and stuffy in this closet, and no one knew they were even in here. They were locked in. For a span of two days, they remained trapped inside, and the only light they saw were slivers of sunlight that filtered through the cracks. They got hungry and thirsty, and thankfully for that matter, they found a stash of dried fruit and nuts that one of the room attendants had stored away for the household guinea pig. Every so often, they tried at beating their fists against the door in the hopes that perhaps someone would be in the reading room dusting and hear the noise. But in all those two days, no one had even remotely considered that the man's daughters were trapped inside that little closet. Few even knew that that room had one. Finally, on the second day, their father happened to be in search of a rare title in his library, and he heard some strange noises coming from over by the wall. Turning pale white, he ventured toward the sound, and quickly unlatching the door, he slid it open. All at once, both of his young daughters came tumbling out, a big sweaty mess. Young ladies, this is completely unacceptable their father reproved them. Your mother and I and everyone in this entire mansion have been searching high and low for you. We're sorry, father, one of his daughters offered. We, we like to go in here sometimes, but I guess we locked ourselves in by mistake. I would say so, he continued. And all this time we thought you two had run away from home, or worse, been kidnapped. You have put us through enough mental turmoil. From now on, I forbid you to use this closet ever again. Meekly, the sisters went off to their bedroom to refresh themselves, and better yet, to get something to eat, for they were fairly famished. From then on, their only alternative to communicating secrets of any kind, dreadful or not, was sign language.